This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Welcome to what I believe is episode 84 of the Hooniverse podcast, because I, I can't count anymore. It is 84. Thank you, Chris. That was obviously the voice of our producer, Chris Hayes. Um, how are you doing, Chris? Uh, same old, same old. <laughs> uh, tonight, we do not have Mr. Blake Z. Wrong. He's off doing... Actually, he's not doing famous automotive journalist stuff, and we'll get to that when we have him on the podcast next. Yeah, right now, he's being uh, hipsterish in Portland. He's going... He's Going off to find himself. Um, how else do you visit Portland? But we do have a special guest this evening. Uh, it's a very tall Canadian gentleman by the name of Daniel Cudmore. Daniel, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm glad I'm out of traffic. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to kill someone. Right, right. Uh, LA. I mean, anybody who says LA, anything worse than LA traffic, they're wrong. LA's the worst. Yeah. Vancouver's pretty close. Yeah, but... Because we have no... We don't understand what a freeway is. Right. We're like, oh, two lanes either, either side. That's but we have, we like, have no. five on each side. I know. It, it, and <laughs> I think seven you, in some spots. It's right. kind of crazy. The only thing I've ever come close to this was uh, Boston before they redid everything. Yeah, but I still think LA's worse. I know what you're talking about, and it sucked before the big dig and during the big dig, but now it's actually... It's awesome. Yeah. Just scooting under the city yeah, in the tunnel. Right. Yeah. Um uh, you might know Mr. Cudmore. He's a rather large gent who uh, was recently in a slew of X-Men movies as Colossus. Uh, some vampire movies that I'm sad to say I've never saw. My Don't apologies. <laughs> you watched them on the plane. You I know it. I have the books in my you backpack. You know it and you cried on the plane, <laughs> you sweet, sweet thing. Uh, but he's also uh, a, a lover of cars. Uh, we met at the Dodge Charger Hellcat launch. Yes, we did. Yeah, that's where I almost put one into a tree. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> did? No, I got a little sideways, and I think Mike, who I was with, got a little freaked out. Was this the uh, the Charger event that was completely soaking wet? Or? It yes. wasn't as bad. Well, it wasn't as bad as the Portland Challenger event. Okay, but it was. I was. It was the same one Farrow was at. Okay, so it was wet, and then the track dried out after you guys all left. I was the last car to leave. It was <laughs> perfect, awesome. Perfect yeah, timing. So uh, I was talking to you at the event, and this was your first track event ever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, I you know I grew up in a small town outside of Vancouver in Canada. We don't really have tracks. We, we've got a very small one in Mission, and. It just you don't get on the tracks and and growing up you always kind of want like an suv or an all-wheel drive wagon or something and they're not the kind of cars you're mostly going to drive all the way to you know make a road trip to go to a track in portland or something right. like that you're i'm having more fun with snow tires and drifting around sure corners well that and it's, it's just hard to maintain a track when you've got frost heaves that it tears it up every yeah. year yeah. yeah yeah um so first track event you d- you did it in a charger hellcat in the rain yeah, not ideal. It was great. It was it was great. Well, it was smart because you know <laughs> if it was dry, I'm sure I would have some like 65 year old guy next to me who's trying to teach me how to go out on this track, smacking me in the arm, telling me to get off the track because I'm doing stupid stuff. But, yeah, um, it was good because then you got to feel for what you're supposed to do and actually pay attention and hit all the right corners and yeah you kept the speeds lines. down you focused yeah. on your lines that, that's good uh, I mean, still doing 160 down the back stretch <laughs> right, or something yeah. like that like you're still going fast but it's funny not. that you said 65 because all those guys were really old oh yeah uh but <laughs> they were they were pretty funny i mean that also not only to mention hellcat rain first track event summit point is tight 
Like, there's no room for error. And that's not a small car. No, no. It, it takes yeah, up the whole track. Strange you know. choice of tracks right. for that car. Uh, yeah. Everybody who was who did the dry waves before us said it was, I mean, it was pretty awesome. And yeah. uh, most reports, you know, say that the car does drive. It, it drives big, but it drives surprisingly well for how heavy it is. Uh, but to put it through its paces in the rain was a hell of a thing. Uh, now, I got invited to that event because I mean, this is what I do. I write about cars. I make the videos. Tell everybody how you got invited to that event. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everyone thought it was hilarious. I love cars, and I, I've, I've loved them since I was a kid. And now, you know, the, with the advent of Twitter and social media, I just talk about cars that I wish I could own and, and <laughs> cool ones that are out there. And when all of a sudden Dodge was like, hey, we're going to have a 700-horsepower car. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. So I just I just tweeted about it. I'm like, look, badass car with 700 horsepower. And somebody at at uh, Chrysler decided to to call get a hold of me through Twitter and say, hey, do you want to come out to this <laughs> event? And I was like, absolutely. I, I had no preconceived. It's, a, it's amazing what, what a like. Twitter following will do as far as opening right. doors, isn't it? Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I get a few clout perks every now and then. I got one that said, you have won free six McNuggets, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pass on that one. See, uh, I, I mostly just use mine for what I'm bitching about, like my internet service or something like that. They actually right. get, respond to me. Yeah, I but did. That's get, about it. I did bitch about Verizon recently because um, I just switched off of them, and it's been so much better. Only because my building was capped, like we couldn't use the full Verizon stuff because the HOA where we live wouldn't let them come in and build it out. So I was capped at like 2020, which is just atrocious mm-hmm. when you work from home. Uh, and I bitched about it and like three or four companies reached out. Companies that aren't even in Orange County. Right. Like Frontier was like, we would love to the work Canadian with you. Company. I was like, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I like your enthusiasm, but yeah. so, no, I had to go back to yeah, Taiwan. Are, are you not aware of these duopoly problems we have with ISPs? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so you did the, char- the, the Charger Hellcat. You love cars. Normally mm-hmm. when we start this podcast, Podcast, we start mm-hmm. talking about some new car news. Uh, we're going to go light on that this week, um, just because I was. Unless you got some cool things you want to talk about, right? Well, I don't know about. Right, there's, there's, a, there's a few things. <laughs> there's a few things that happened at the LA Auto Show that were interesting, but I wasn't paying attention to any of it because I was just walking around looking to see who had the best booze at the LA Auto Show. <laughs> and by the way, it was it was Kia. I see how you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, they oh, had. Kia. Yeah, it was. They yeah. have a they have a, a Kia Soul yeah. that they've partnered up with Ballast Point. Right. And so they were pouring the the backs open. And they have it two kegs in there, so they're pouring sculpting. If everyone gets so drunk that everyone start looking like the chipmunks or whatever they yes, have on their yes. commercials, the hamsters, yeah, exactly. the hamsters. My, yeah, my friend Sarah is one of the hamsters. No, yes, That's and cool. she's an amazing driver. Yes, she is. And That's she's great cute too. Yes, <laughs> she's a really good driver, and yeah, I think she does a lot of stunt driving. Um, so the one car that I feel like was kind of polarizing, um, Galpin. And Henrik Fisker. Fisker designed a bunch of cars. Yeah. Yep. They came together. Galpin, obviously, world's largest Ford dealer right here in L.A., um, for like 20 years. It's crazy. Um, they took a 2015 Mustang, and then they rebodied it so the body's carbon fiber, and then Fisker added you know, extra touches. Mm-hmm. Supercharged V8, 725 horsepower, about $100,000. You know, ultra limited. It's supposedly a, a fairly significant weight loss going from the steel panels to right. the carbon panels. Right. Now – this is a love it or hate it car because like it's big mouth Billy Bass up front, okay. which is what a lot of designers are doing unfortunately. But the, the profile is like a 2015 Mustang, just slightly sexed up a little bit more, like bigger fenders. But then again, at the back, there's the words Rocket, which is what the car is called, Rocket. Okay. Which yeah. I'm happy it has a name. It's not like the Galpin Fisker G1976X <laughs> all uh, the way around. The right, car. Yeah. but the the lettering on the uh, is like this is huge. You can't see this. Yeah, it's a little egregious. It. It's huge. Right. It, yeah. The whole back of the car. It's massive. Um, but so the, it'll be neat to see what it does. But you know, once again, is 
much as the overall form of a Fisker design is great, right? It's the the front is way too many things going on. It's got you know it's got scoops and it's got like little like gill cutouts and it's just right. there's too much going on with the I'm nose of it. Pull it up here so you can see it real quick. I mean, and everybody listening at home obviously can see it too. So this is the front of the car. Um, yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit aggressive, right? So it's just it's it's like it's getting wind blown in its mouth from a vacuum. Kind of reminds me. Of, but <laughs> we're not going to go there. On this well, one. you're allowed to say it here. <laughs> and then this is the lettering on the back. It's huge. It's aggressive. Yeah, it's aggressive. Whatever happened to subtlety? Well, I think when the problem is when you're selling a car. Yeah, I mean you want to make a splash, but you don't want to make a splash in the wrong direction. Sure, sure. It's going to be a unique buyer for this car. Oh man, I, I have an idea who it's going to be. <laughs> I mm-hmm. am dreaming of a yeah. Galpin Fisker rocket in my garage. I feel my like garage. he's going to say bro every other word. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah. that or there will be a gold chain of some yeah. sort. So maybe you know? it's like and some, maybe one of those It would be the like guy that UFC used type shirts. It would be the guy that used to buy Corvettes. No, you know right. who I know exactly who right. it will be. Cuz the new Corvettes are Cool. I finally they are cool. actually yeah. been like, hey, I don't mind a Corvette. No, the new Corvettes are actually pretty awesome. Yeah. And that actually is a good segue. The, uh, the Z06 has finally been making its way around the press. It has. And it's it top is down. stupid fast. <laughs> yeah, it is stupid fast. Yeah, you guys have driven it? I have not. Uh, no. Uh, Our guest last week has driven it, Carlos yeah. Lago from Motor Trend. Yeah. Um, he loved it. And 650 horse, 650 mm-hmm. torque. Yeah, they, stupid lateral acceleration. They yeah. put it around the track at uh, Streets of Willow, and it was only three tenths off from the Porsche 918, it which was is second <laughs> second fastest yeah. car they've ever driven. And it's what is it? <laughs> One twelfth the price of a 918? Yeah, probably or yeah, something like that. I don't know. I suck at math. 900. Somewhere on that. Yeah, the 918. I think yeah. they're like 1.2. Have they gone up that high? Uh, I know. I saw one of Cars and Coffee a week ago in orange, and it actually looked fantastic. Really? Yeah, it was There's really cool. About a, I just like Porsche and silver, like traditional. Absolutely. Silver, Por- silver or orange Guards is Red is always a good color, and yeah. then black for like the 97 Turbo. Yep. Although there's something on the, the GT- bad boys car. I love the GT3 <laughs> RS, especially the 4.0, in like that really bright orange or the Kermit green, just because it matches the spirit of that car, because it's right. so batshit. By the way, speaking of the the Bad Boys era Porsche, you know the Will Smith, um, the first one he drove that not, that black '97 Turbo S. Mm-hmm. Did you know what those things have gone up in value? Because that's like I guess that that was a very limited edition 911. They're selling for three hundred thousand dollars. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, they didn't make a lot of them apparently. I found a thread online. Someone was like, "Is this a normal price for this car?" Someone's asking two ninety seven. It's like, no, that's that's an all day price for that. Is car. that oh uh, that's nine six four generation, right? I think so. I suck with Porsche generation codes. But the so back to the LA Auto Show for a second. Yeah, the coolest car there downstairs. Of the, have you been to the LA Auto Show before? No, I I don't know why I didn't go this time. You just fucking tweet at Dodge and send yeah. your passes. <laughs> um, Maybe someone else. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just do Ford or, or oh, yeah. do, do Chevy. Do Chevy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so because <laughs> I can fit in the convertible. So I'm right. Good, right. right. Yeah. Um, some glasses. I'm good. Upstairs, there's two halls, uh, and you know automakers in one hall, automakers in another hall. You do it, go between the south and the west hall at the LA Convention Center. Downstairs is where the after Market stuff is oh, okay, and it's mostly in the, silly in the low it's end the, like, manufacturers, in the basement right. of the yeah. Alamo. Uh, and but there's this car there. It was a 1967 Mini Travelall, which is basically like the original Clubman. Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. with the wood panels and everything, I, I have a friend of mine whose dad has one. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're sweet. Mint. Yeah. It's unreal. I don't think it was fully rebuilt. Oh, that's right. Fully done up, and it sat 
in the garage and it's never driven out of it. It's sitting up in Vancouver, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Your import laws are so much better there than, than they are in the States. Yeah. So this one at the show, uh, the guy's like, come around to the back. Come around to the back. He opens the barn doors in the back. Fucking V8, turbocharged V8 in the back over the custom rear axle. That's cool. It had four lug wheels in the front, five lug wheels in the back because he has to use two different types of axles. Mm-hmm. It makes like 500-something horse. It looks like you could wheelie. And on the outside, it's it's done up because it's for his business, but not in a crazy way. But the thing that was kind of neat, they took all the original wood and just like covered over it so it's clear-coated and safe, but it mm-hmm. looks weathered. But all the fittings were this brass, coppery like door cool. hinges and stuff. It was kind of cool. That, that is rad. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was neat. I'll have to see if there were some yeah. pictures of that. Uh, the rest of the show was kind of a blur, as auto shows can be, because uh, all of the automakers throw parties at the night. I right. went to uh, the Hyundai party, the Figaro the Hotel. Fig, yeah. Joan Jett. Okay. Cool. Went in with zero expectations. That that old bitch can rock her ass off. <laughs> Still got she it. was great. She did a 10-song set, uh, set, and mm-hmm. uh, it was awesome. It was really, really good. They are not Hyundai is not shy about throwing money at parties. Well, also the people in charge at high up Hyundai, at Hyundai really like music. Um, yeah. Uh, so they always so every year at the LA Auto Show they always have a musical guest. Right. Um, last year was uh, Damian Marley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were at that party. Yeah, year before that was Tenacious D, which was awesome. Cool. Um, who else have they done? They've had some. They've had some really good shows. I remember last year it was it was Damian Marley, and then they had. Girls dressed as they zombies do inexplicably. They do every year. They do mermaids, but they had the zombies too. But they had the mermaid zombies last year yeah. though, too. So the, the have you ever been to the Hotel Figaro in L.A.? No. So I'm still well, it's this weird like like it's like you've been transported to Marrakesh. It's this weird Moroccan yep. themed hotel. Okay. And in the back where the the stuff always goes on, there's a pool, and then they cover half the pool so you can like stand over the right. water. So they put mermaids in the uncovered half. Like they do it every year. It's weird. They carry them through the crowd and put them in the water for like 20 minutes at a time. What's going on in Korea? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody <laughs> always thinks of the Japanese what? as the weird, uh, is the weird sex yeah, Asian South culture. Korea. But uh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> There's some whack wackiness happening. See, yeah. the, whereas the Japanese mermaids. have tendrils, the Koreans have mermaids. There right, you go. Right. Yeah. I guess I'll take yeah. mermaids over tentacles. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> I would. I mean, depends. The only, the only other notable thing from the LA Auto Show, besides a handful of concepts and whatnot, um, is that I drove a Nissan 370Z Nismo there and back. Oh, okay. Uh, which is... You fit. Yeah, I fit fine. Um, Me, not so much. I'm, I'm lucky that at, at 6'3", uh, are you're, you you're six, six. all torso? I think I'm in the middle. Which one are you? I think I'm in the you're middle. because because people Because oh, people com- tall people complain about certain cars. Like, yeah. oh, I can't fit in a Miata. I fit in a, the, the... Not the, the original NA Miatas, but like the NC Miata, the current... Before the newest one, yeah. I fit fine. Like I'm at the limits, but I'm there. I'm comfortable. Okay. I can drive it. And I know people who are like an inch shorter than me are like, oh, I can't drive this car. Right. So I, I've been lucky. The only car I've ever got into, I'm like, well, this is this is stupid. Was a long time ago. It was a um, before I was even in the industry. It was a Plymouth Prowler, which is a hunk of crap. Oh, those are which awful. Is yeah. The response that everyone should right, have right. To walk up to that car. The top wow, was up, and I couldn't. I couldn't. I was like, well, this is dumb. This is fucking stupid. Yeah, but, you know, and we've gone over this at nauseum, but, I mean, it's like, I'm 5'11", and I'm all torso with no leg. So, but the thing is, is, like, even at that height, with that scale, a lot of cars don't fit. It's bizarre. It's like, who the fuck are they building Plus, I like for? to sit close to the wheel, so I don't even always have to put my seat all the way back. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm up there. I don't know. I, I've got Steering a, with titties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working go. on that. There you um, go. <laughs> so, the, the Nismo Z is, it has, um... 
it, it's got stuff to like about it because I'm a, I'm a longtime Z fan. I had an 85 in college. I drove a 240 cross country a couple years ago. A 240. I, I loved it. Always. 240s are right now. You got to buy gonna, it now. I know. Yeah. Are you going to miss you know, it? I've been trying to. I mean, you're not going to find them up back in Vancouver just because they're rotted. They're rotted. They're yeah. all rotted. They're gone. So here you can, but I mean, it's it's. I already start to notice that people are already asking a lot for yeah. a little. If you're not so precious about 240, because the early 260s are basically the same car, yeah. Yeah. the 260s are cheap. They're still cheap because I was thinking a while ago, I was looking the at them. The 280s like, are gross. I was, yeah, the 280s are awful. But the 260s, <laughs> yeah. like if you get an early 260, I think the move is then to get a Skyline motor and throw it in there. Just yeah, if you could, that, I mean, that'd be a lot of fun, and then you're not hacking up a 240. Yeah. Uh, the 240 that I drove cross-country for my basically my best friend's dad. I helped him find it out here. Um, That's right. It was about $12,000. Yeah. A little bit under than that. It was, it was in great shape. Nice. Um, it was real nice. Yeah. It was. It was. It was minus great the, drive the across near. Fuel. I almost lit it. I almost caught it on fire. Yeah. Uh, that was. That was an adventure. <laughs> okay. it, it was. Uh, that was what. It I'm was not a, a good mechanic. It was a fuel line <laughs> dripping on the exhaust. It manifold. was the fuel line for the carburetor nice. dripping onto the exhaust manifold because mm-hmm. the person who had the car before me, when they replaced the fuel lines and the carbs, they didn't use fuel line. They used vacuum line. And the fuel just ate right through it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. uh, so they're a great mechanic I'm also. screaming at my – right? I'm screaming at my brother because we're in traffic in the middle of Nashville because I can hear the car going as it's hit. I was like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to burn down on the side of the road. Like, uh, So I'm yelling at him because he's not a car guy at all. I'm like, I'm sorry for yelling at you, but you don't know what's going on right now. we got to find a fucking garage. And I'm and freaking out. you slapped him in the face for no reason. <laughs> no, because he could, he could kick the shit out okay. of me. He looks like he fights in the MMA. He's uh, <laughs> No, I don't. I, my brother's good backup. There you uh, go. <laughs> which, was nice in, which was nice when we got gas in Washington, D.C. at 4 a.m. Right. I don't know if you've ever been around the area where we were I in have. D.C. I it's, have. Uh, I went there. I, I played football on the East Coast in Pennsylvania. Well, not total East Coast, but Eastern USA at Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we took some tours. We went and played a game in Washington, and I was blown away because I grew up, you know, the complete opposite coast. You know, we're living in Canada. You don't hear much about Washington, D.C., except you see the shiny yeah, it's exterior. America's capital. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's and you beautiful. get there and you're like, okay, yeah, it is. It's unbelievable. That Monuments one beautiful. part. And then you go out the outside and you're like, wait a second. This is just like the shiny veneer over rock kind of thing. It's yeah, like we, you, uh, mm-hmm. we, stayed a, we stayed at a Sheridan at like 12th and K in D.C. And it was probably three blocks from the White House. So near where the W we stayed at for mm-hmm. the Charger thing. I think – the gas station we went to was probably she plugged f- to the W. Yeah, right. Uh, the gas station was like five blocks away, and it was right. scary. My brother just stood there watching people. I'm like, I'm so happy you're here right now. <laughs> um, like, I'm I'm a couple inches taller than him, but yeah. he's huge. Right. Uh, yeah, so I've was, seen the pictures awesome. of your brother. He's yeah, right. it was awesome. And we he have, does. He just he, he did just get into. Oh yeah, I've got a big, bigger. He plays rugby, shorter. right? wider older brother <laughs> nice. yeah yeah who looks like he's mma because he plays professional rugby his ears are all chewed up and he's he's sort of mus- muscle built on top of muscle with yeah. no neck so yeah. my brother got all the the irish side of the family and i got all the jewish side so <laughs> um, <laughs> but i still got my hair so i got that going that's for a me, good thing which, oof, i take the hair knock on wood yeah I, oh, well, at this age you'd know if you were gonna lose it already. well that's yeah. what they say but my dad's always like ah, that's how i looked when i was your age i'm like you better shut your fucking mouth old <laughs> man. it's because I nobody I'm since I'm six three I'm I gotta ask you you're the only one who can yeah. see the back of the hair that's why I'm not really too worried if I start losing it because that's really, a good point I'm like yeah whatever yeah it's the only one I'm seeing but I the problem is I drink too much alcohol so it, it would work poorly with the propecia <laughs> 
um, so enough about the new car shit. Uh, right. Let's let's talk about you for a little bit. Oh, we talked about your first track day. Uh, you're gonna do this again, right? Absolutely. I would love to. I, w- I w- well, I don't exactly have a car right now that I'm gonna be ripping around on tracks. But sure. Any chance I get, I would love to have like a little cool, like talking about a 240. Like I'd love to have a little cool yeah. car that I can it's take good on LA track car. and you know play around and um, yeah. I mean I. I want a car that, you know, the LA's funny because LA is just a, a spread out parking lot. Right. So you get these super <laughs> high, very true. you know, high mm-hmm. performance cars and they're everywhere in LA and they look all fancy and nice and right. they're wonderful, but they don't go anywhere. Nope. You're not you're never you're never driving them. I mean, some guys take them out to the canyon and that's great and but at the end of the day, I'd rather, you know, I'd have something cool that I could take to the track and, and play well, around and see what it can actually do. And yep. that's why I bought a Honda Element as a daily driver. Right. And most of the time now, I end up riding my scooter through traffic. So it's just easier. No, totally. I mean, that I'm more and more I drive around here. I'm like, electric cars make so much sense to me. Totally. Yeah, because it's like you just sit there and you and just something like it, it can be like an Econobox. It doesn't have to be a Tesla S, but, right. you know, something that you just sit in and you don't mind because someone's going to bounce their car off your car anytime yeah, yeah. soon. It's well, bumper cars to park down here. and so Absolutely. Our, fr- our, our friend from the Smoking Tire, Matt Farah, he bought a Volt like a year ago and he loves it. Yeah. It's a great choice. That. And yeah. then he also told me about the uh, Fiesta ST, which I'm like. Oh, oh the Fiesta ST is $22,000. And I'm like, you can have so much fun in yeah. that thing. And how tall are you? Six six, right? You'd fit there. because Thad Thad's six five and oh, he really? drives one every day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's rubbing the beard. Yeah. Nice. We just call Galpin. We just sold yeah. another one. No. Uh, <laughs> if I was gonna get something, I'd probably lean towards an STI. I've just been a I've been an STI that's fan. That's a good choice. Was, yeah. So Although the new one's pretty awesome. It's, it's ugly. I I would be <laughs> I like ugly cars. No, so do yeah. I. That's why I got yeah. into Subaru. I've had two of them. And <laughs> that's I'm why not, I got into Subaru. Well, cars. no, you got into Subaru because you're from Vancouver. Yeah, that's like true. it was in your yeah. blood. It's fun to drift around in the snow. <laughs> well, that and that's one of your few time. options that you can drive here around there. Yeah. So what's what's your car history actually like? Oh man, it's all over the place. Um, what was my first car? It was a Volvo. It was a two door Volvo. Um, 240. It was a 242 GLT. Nice. Once again, classic classic northern car. Yeah, it was it was rusted horribly, and my but you they know, water on. would come out. Yeah, but that, it's a it's a brick. It's a fucking yeah. brick. Like I beat the crap out of that thing. I got I used to jump it over train tracks. Like I used to just rally it and, awesome. and take air and like, you gotta, go down you know the dirt trails. When you get those cars and like you you, know, you give them to like a 16 or 18 year old kid, and your parents the parents are always like oh. Oh, it's a Volvo. It's safe. What they don't realize is that's licensed for your kid to go right. jump it off of shit, and 100%. they're like, whatever. 100%. Yeah. And it's a great car. It doesn't have a ton of power. It's rear-wheel drive. It's standard. It teaches you how Perfect. to drive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm out on gravel roads, and you're learning how to go sideways, and you're learning how to drive like an idiot, which actually saves you. Yeah. And then you're in the snow, and you've got horrible traction, but you figure out how to drive. And then, I mean, after that, I had a Ford Thunderbird Super Coupe. And then I went to a Ford Mustang GT that was fully done up, and then <laughs> that was fun. What after that? Oh, I had a I had a ninety one Blazer Chevy Blazer four x four that was lifted six <laughs> nice. inches with thirty okay. fives. That's the S10 Blazer, right? Or was that a K5? It was a K5. Oh, so you can take the roof K- off. Roof off, oh, yeah. see, those are sweet. Big, you know, holes and rusted and dense, but, like, ran beautifully. Right. And, and just, I would drive over See, it'd be day. awesome to have that car today in Vancouver and just drive amongst all the, the young Chinese kids with their Lamborghinis oh. and their Bugattis and just be like, oh, hey, what's yeah. up? Oh. No, I'm taking this lane. No, They're, no, I'm totally taking yeah, this lane. 100%. <laughs> They're great vehicles because, again, it's like you don't – it. Everything about it ran properly. Everything about it was functional, and yet you didn't care about the paint. So, driving through parking lots, That's people awesome. would just shy away. From well, that, that was you know said this many times, but luxury is not giving a shit. Totally. Yeah. 
hundred percent. I drove it. I found a old, um, <laughs> an old camper van that someone had just left uh, in like this off-road area, yeah. and I gunned this Probably truck right through it. A mountain climber from that Probably. fucking road to Whistler. Oh, and I didn't come back. Yeah, yikes! I make it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I drove my Blazer right through it. <laughs> it was so much fun. I was not expecting that. That's no. awesome. Well, why not? That's like, fantastic. You know I mean? Where else are you going to be? Did you have like... a bull bar up front to oh, like yeah. protect everything? Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Even if I didn't, I probably wouldn't have cared. It was just like, it Duck. Was, it's so much fun, man. That's sweet. Yeah. You total that and what are you out? Three grand? Yeah, probably. I think I got the truck for like two and then all the suspension and the tires and everything were like 1500 two grand or something. I mean... And I had so much fun with that car. That's the beautiful thing with with trucks is they're so cheap to build. Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? I drove my the third car I ever owned, and I haven't owned a lot of them, um, was a, a 98 Ford Ranger. Uh, it's the car I got after college, and then I drove it cross-country to California. And then I had it for a few years, a good number of years while I was out here. Excuse me, uh, microphone. Sorry about that. <clears throat> so I had it for, and it was just the four-cylinder automatic, nothing special. And I didn't love it at all when I had it. I treated it like shit. I used to drive everywhere, like on the 55 and the 405, pinned, because mm-hmm. it would only do 97 <laughs> miles an hour. So I would just put my foot flat and just go. Yeah, that's... Just wow, wow, as it's bouncing off the limiter. It was, yeah, like, it was the 2.5-liter Pinto motor. It made all of 90 horsepower. Yeah, but you could... You, if it was almost, it was the same motor though that was in the um, the Mercurs, so you could turbocharge yep. it if you changed the manifold and stuff. But and, yeah, I never and, did. And, right. Yeah. Uh, so I was driving it down the 55 one day to when I worked in uh, Costa Mesa, and I wow wow bam, and uh, I blew a rod, <laughs> and I sold it that weekend on Craigslist with the blown motor for seven hundred fifty dollars, and I could have got probably got a thousand because. Compact trucks, yep. pe- you can't get a good compact truck no. anymore. They're they're easy and cheap to work on. They're right. Great. Although that's changing. The new Colorado is a nice little yeah, truck. but it's still so much. That's I today it's, when they dropped it off, is much bigger. Yes. when they uh, when they dropped off that car that's outside that I'm going to talk about in a minute. When they dropped that off, they had a um, the new GMC Canyon. Mm-hmm. It's a really good looking truck. Yeah, yeah. I've seen so it. did I you? Like you it. saw the ZR2 concept, right? Yes. We still never been. No. Okay, so it's a it's the Colorado. Well, actually, they, that's they may actually build really it. yeah. So it's Colorado, right? Which they're now going to be selling with the four cylinder diesel in the U.S. Cool, finally. Very and cool. like what? Uh, yeah. I've got to don't even get me started on diesels. It drives me up the wall, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, America's adverse to diesel, well, especially with your car. Because oh, yeah. in Europe, your car, you, you can tell everybody what you oh, drive. Oh, uh, SQ5, right. Audi SQ5. And and that was the thing. I'm like, this is a cool vehicle in Europe with a great diesel motor. It's mm-hmm. it's even lower over there. It's just a better all-around vehicle. And I, you get over here, and it's just a big gas motor. I, I like the motor, but if I had the choice. Shockingly fun car. I yeah. expected to not like it at all, which I shouldn't have done because the very first uh, crossover I, I've ever, I ever enjoyed – Years ago was when the Q5 first came out. I drove it. I was like, this is actually kind of nice because I'm like, you know, I want wagons, wagons. Fuck these no, crossovers. I'm a, I'm a wagon fan. So I drove it. I was like, oh, okay, this is nice. So then I get the SQ5. I'm like, this is going to be stupid. And I drive it. I t- even took it to Angeles Crest. Actually, Matt helped me film that one mm-hmm. uh, where um, – and and I came away thinking it's, it's just a fat A4 wagon. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was ton- it was surprisingly fun. Yeah. Isn't it built on that like a bigger version of that chassis or a modified version? It's similar Probably. A4, yeah, similar yeah. A4 um, A5. And I lowered mine too just a little bit. Too, oh yeah, just, to just put some springs in it just to get up. I mean, the look drove me crazy with the huge <laughs> gap in the yeah. wheels. And, and and I hate being like oh the European 
SQ5 has a wicked diesel. And it's <laughs> right. So the uh, so the Colorado ZR2. So it's got the diesel, right? Yeah. But it's lifted on like I think it's like 36 inch tires. That's a dang. little bit. So it actually looks like an RC car because mm-hmm. they've got the they've got the tucked front bumper for okay. doing like Baja runs. Yeah. And this might actually so it looks turn like a, into a product. I want it. <laughs> well, I like the I like the Raptor. Yeah. Yeah. Because actually down here you can drive it. Yeah, you can. It's just miserable for Los Angeles. Yeah, fair enough. Right, right. Uh, just drive but you can get out of here. You can go to um, inland. Yeah, or just go to fucking Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucking Mexico. Go to Mexico. I just say that just because I spent a little time driving driving one around here in LA, and it's a miserable parking yeah. thing. Yeah, right. the fun thing is the, the first time I yeah. drove one, and I didn't spend a lot of time with it, uh, was how much you know it's not full on Pro Two, Pro Four trophy truck lean. But there is lean when you turn. Yeah, a little bit. And I was going through a parking lot to turn or make a U-turn in McDonald's. I'm just jealous you've got to drive a trophy oh, truck. Oh, uh, no. Well, I rode in a trophy okay. truck. Okay. Um, but so in the uh, – Come on. It was awesome. Uh, it was actually modified Pro 4, but it was like s- same principle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ridiculous horsepower. But I'm driving through the parking lot, and the passenger's like, did you mean to run over that curb? I was like, I didn't even know I ran over a curb. <laughs> like, I, did, I didn't see it. That, wasn't, that was yeah. a person. Right. Uh, I did do. I did ride shotgun in a pro. I think it was a pro four or pro two. Whatever. I don't know. It was big truck. The engine and transmission are in the cockpit. The dude's like through the helmet. All right, you ready to run? All right, let's go. And it was. It was the thing was amazing because earlier I'd driven the the little wide open Baja buggies. Yep. Uh, through the same shit that we were about to go through on the truck, and in that you have to like figure it out, like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throttle on over this one, and then slow it down for that one, and then we go. You go in the truck, and he just goes flat, and you float over. Pins it. <laughs> you're doing a hundred down this, and in the buggy you're like, whoa, we're hitting thirty five. Like, oh and those God. buggies are amazing what yeah. they can take, but right. the truck was it's Isn't unreal. Monster, Monster Energy video with BJ Baldwin. BJ Baldwin. Oh my Unreal. God. That's so cool. It's that that video. I watched that again the other day. Uh, um, it's really, really awesome. Oh yeah! Directed by the the Hoonigan guys, like Scoto and and uh, and that same crew. Um, yeah, <laughs> when he goes down the steps, yep. and just the amount of travel, and then the end when he jumps over the girls, it was it was really <laughs> the, really the whole good. thing was cool. Yes. It was really cool. Big horsepower helicopters, yeah. Mexico and girls and girls. Really? Yeah. yeah, that guy. The guy I always forget his name. Dan Bilzerian. Bilzerian. Yeah, seems like he's insane. Like again, I can't tell if it's a good insane or a bad insane. I think it's I think a little it's a bit, bit of both. both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so somewhere in the Caswell level of insane. He should I, he should start facing off against Elon Musk as like Elon Musk. Everybody jokes about him being a supervillain, mm-hmm. but I, Elon Musk is more like a Tony Stark type, and this Dan Bilzerian should be like a Hank Scorpio from The Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> that is a great reference. Gentlemen, too. The, yeah. Um, yeah, he seems bonkers. <laughs> right. That's so Jimmy Fimmer on the way out. Two heart guys. attacks, right? Who? Dan Bilzerian. Has he really? He's had two heart attacks. He's oh, like I wonder what's all that from. Years of, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a video of him talking about it, like. Too much Viagra, too much blow, too much alcohol, no sleep, and had two jammers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and his parents had to fly in from, like, Florida and, and, and listen to the list of drugs he he did while he's telling the doctor so there's no complication. Where does his parents' <laughs> money come from? Uh, I think like, his old man. Uh, real no, estate, rather? Um, investing. I want to say stock market. All right. Well, I mean, good for you. Big money. For the money. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's so awesome. I don't know too many privileged kids that, that do a lot of drugs and have problems like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Usually they're all saints. I know. Shocking. Yeah. Um, so SQ5 has been good for LA. Happy SQ5 is good. Yeah. I, it's uh, It's got usable horsepower. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not yeah, too that's aggressive. True. And it's not horrible on gas. Uh, as long as I don't drive like an idiot. That but, and visibility, which is yeah. – I hate using that as a term that I look for in a car, but – 
it's nice to have here in LA. Yeah, you can <laughs> see there's no blind spots. My wife enjoys driving it. Um, yeah, so far so good. I mean, I want toys all the time, but uh, how how has the the driving scene changed from when you were in Vancouver to now you're in LA? Like it, it's two different worlds, I would imagine. It's still pretty bad. Vancouver's traffic is horrible because I live downtown mm-hmm. Vancouver, and they did not design. It's it's like LA. They didn't design it very well. Right. I mean, we do have better public transport than the, than LA does. Which well, is by another. default, everything has better <laughs> yeah, public right, transport course, than right? Los Angeles. It's, it's a grab of mine. I'm like you're a major city, and you have no like sky train crazy. Or, or subway. Anyway, but it's it's nice because you actually have these great canyon roads you can go out and and hit in LA. But I mean, the traffic obviously is big, and LA's or Vancouver's traffic is horrible. Um, I was shocked at how slow no some of the people drive on that road from Vancouver to Whistler. Oh, it's very, yeah. very yeah. slow. Yeah. No, and that's, it's a beautiful that's road. That's why you get yourself a, a, a bike and you just go past yeah. it real fast. Yeah. And I've, I've heard it, it can be fairly cop-heavy, too, on that road. Yeah. Well, it's one of the one areas. I mean, especially now because they, they redid it, you can actually drive right. at a reasonable speed and you can pass. Um, but I find North America is funny because I, I've spent a lot of time in Europe. People think the left lane is just to sit oh, there and yeah. drive really slowly. It's my biggest. It's one of my. I I, I may road rage a bit, like I, oh, I yeah. but I internalize it in terms of keeping it in the car. Like You're I'm from not Massachusetts. Out the window. It's implied. No, I know, <laughs> I know. But so I'll be in the car. And my wife loves it. She's like, oh, yep, everyone's out to get you. And I'm like, yes, they are. <laughs> um, I I want to run for office. Solely yep. to reform the driving education in this country. Oh, yeah. There's no such thing as doing a road test on the highway. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like, all right, drive around the blocks. People don't even three point turn anymore. No. Whereas in Europe, you've got to do one that's rural, then you've got to do one on the highway, so that you have an understanding. Oh, the, like, the Germans and that's the Austrians that's have what I would that do. shit. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. France is amazing. My brother and I yeah. rode Harley's. Uh, what was it, like 400 miles down from the middle of France to the south of France and back, and people were just getting out of our way. That's awesome. And, like, not because we were driving like idiots, just because we were ripping along and people, you could see them coming and they just get out of the way and you yep. drive along. That's how I, I, I drove through Germany uh, and it's basically the same thing. Everyone's, right. like, you, they see you coming, everyone's using their mirrors constantly yep. and just moving over. Yep. The only thing crazy in Europe is how many friggin' tr- like, we have a lot of semi trucks, but in Europe, it's, it's, Everyone from Czech, from the Czech countries and, and Poland is just shipping goods. Oh, and yeah. there's all these commercial trucks oh, yeah. on the road. And they don't care. They'll bully you they out of the way. Whip. No problem. Yeah. Uh, that, that part was kind of crazy. But the road quality was beautiful. Mm-hmm. The speeds, yeah. everything yeah. was fantastic. Uh, I think it was a while ago. I was talking to a guy that was a road engineer, uh, did some work in, in Germany. He was saying that they fund, they build their roads in a fundamentally different way than we build ours. And they're like, I, and he's like, I don't know why they don't do this in the states because the roads last three times as long there. Right. They bed the, they go down deeper. like two feet deeper right. with gravel. Right. right. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. Seems really simple. So, what what started your love of cars? Like, where'd they come from? <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know. You I don't just... have a you don't have a you don't have a mechanic dad or anything. No, not at all. As I break my headphones. <laughs> no, I don't. I uh, I just fell in love with them at, a, at an early age and. I don't know what it was. I think it was just uh, I had dirt bikes when I was a kid, and it just sort of sprouted from there. It was yeah. just like things that I could get on and press a gas pedal and sure. just go really, really fast. Right. I think that might have been it too. Just I've got a love of speed, so mm-hmm. th- that might be it too. And I don't know. I just think they're they're cool and and they're a lot of fun, and I want to have a lot of them. Like Jim sure, Leno. sure. <laughs> is that a bad thing, Chris? Where did where did your love of cars come from? 
You know, I, I, I didn't really have one until I was probably like 18 or so. Hmm. Uh, and then I got my Camaro and started doing dumb things. Right. Uh, and yes. then that car got really fast. Uh, and dumb things continued. So hmm. it's just gone from there. Nice. But, like, my dad wasn't a gearhead or anything. I mean, he's, he's an engineer, but... That was never really his thing. Right, right. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the gearhead family either. I, honestly, I, the the at least for me, the thing I remember that really started having me f- look at cars was the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mine was Condor Man. Condor Man. Man. Yeah. Nice. Because of the giant car chase scene through Istanbul, <clears throat> and that also made me fall in love with Porsches when they were sure. I mean, the Condor Man yeah. Corvette that was horrible, and then these <laughs> gorgeous black on black Porsches they were all following. Around. Right. Oh, that's um, that's a good one. Yeah. I did love uh, monster trucks as a kid, but I mean, <laughs> I think because you lived in New Hampshire, uh, or was this pre? Uh, no, that's about that time. That's okay. about that time. Sunday, uh, Sunday, Sunday. But monster trucks. I mean, what kids don't love them? They're no, loud big, and they've yeah, got giant loud, tires right. and they run over other cars. The cartoons. It's cool. Yeah. That's they're why I had cartoons. sort of one. <laughs> yeah, the blazer. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. Just, they, yeah, you get to drive over shit. Now, uh, you mentioned uh, that you love wagons as well. You, you worship at the Church of Wagon like the rest of us here. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, that's a good segue into the press car I drove here tonight. Uh, yeah. This Today, I just grabbed the 2015. I think it's a 2015. I mean, it'd be stupid if it wasn't. It's 2012. Yeah, 2015 <laughs> Mercedes-Benz E350 wagon. Now, I love wagons. I have an 84 wagon, as people listening know, that um, – still being worked on no updates for you this week unfortunately steering is still not sorted yeah well i'm gonna go check on uh it's an 84 mercedes there we go um so but and it's gonna have a a hemi (laughs) yeah it's gonna be awesome talk to dodge yeah no i did i did no they they don't dodge doesn't really deal with their crate motors yeah um and then they don't so some companies when you drive a a press car it can be a pre-production car Mm -hmm. which means they can't sell it uh but there's a loophole because normally those cars get crushed. They just legally have to be crushed no matter what it is um, because the VINs aren't legal. There's all oh, kinds okay. of liability issues. Yep. Occasionally, though, they can turn them into what are called dollar cars where they'll give it to like a race team or something like that. They sell the car for a dollar, and it's technically not for street use. So it like it removes them of the legality of it. I Chrysler doesn't really mess around with that. I yeah. a car for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Race it. Yes, yeah. So, But like Chrysler doesn't really play that game. Okay. If, Unless you're, I'm sure. Unless you're like, well, hell, they, they tried to recall all the vipers right. that were given to the right. schools, right? And some they've saved some oh. of them, which is good. Um, so yeah, it's got the 5.7 liter Hemi, but the engineers at the Hellcat launch told me that the 6.2 motor from the the Hellcat basically would bolt up, and I was like, you bastards, don't say that. <laughs> I can't afford a thirty thousand dollar motor. Can you call my wife, right? <laughs> Convince her. Please. I'm dead now. Can I live with you? Um, <laughs> So outside is the Benz E350. Yeah. Uh, it's not the E63 that I, I would Which like to cool. see. Uh, two weeks ago, I saw two of them within five minutes of each other, and you never see that car. And, I've oh, seen, I've so seen two or three in Sherman Oaks, yeah. and I've also seen two or three of the CTSV wagons. Okay. Oh, nice. the CTSV also, wagons are fantastic. Oh, yeah, rad. Uh, so. I love the American muscle of the CTSV wagon, mm. but that Benz. Mm. The Benz is a nice car. Too. There's no, it's there's, more rare. Yeah, there's no doubt the Benz is a nice car, especially the previous gen E63 with the normally aspirated motor. Right. That motor is one of the best exhaust notes I've ever heard. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think you realize mm-hmm. when it's rare because I was like, oh, I saw one. I go, oh, that thing is badass. I want one of those. <laughs> I went on to Mercedes like, to nope. see what they cost. Yeah. I, all of a sudden, Although, Safari wasn't working. Y- you know, the great thing is is that uh, the E55s that were the previous generation, uh, basically the same car with different fascia on it. Mm-hmm. 
uh, those can be had all day for about twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, I just got to find a wagon. Just pop the badges off. The one, so the one outside is a, is an E350. Um, even though it's the smaller engine class, yeah. 302 horsepower. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's seat seven. It does have the fold-out rear seats. Right. Which, and they fold flat into the floor, which is beautiful. Cool. Guess the price on that car outside. 70? Yes. You got it. Uh, so, yeah, I was going to say 70, like 72. That, I was but, shocked. Yeah. So, uh, the base price is 58, and with all the options, uh, it's um, 70. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but for the target market, that's not a lot of money. Well, yeah. it's funny you say that because uh, if you had to guess, even though I'm giving it away because that's what we're talking about, the customer in Mercedes-Benz lineup that is the most affluent, if you had to like guess from all the cars they make, mm-hmm. which would you guess? Probably the E-Class. E-Class wagon specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Just people, if you see like a college kid with his parents hand me down E class wagon, that kid is that kid's parents are fucking loaded. <laughs> uh, their average net worth is like eight hundred fifty thousand dollars or something. Jeez. Something like super high. Like it's not the SLS, it's not yep. the you know yep. SLS, it's none of that. It's it's specifically E class wagon. Huh. It's, it's very like it's very New England old money. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is what we shuttle to the grocery store. Okay. Uh, we go to. Uh, Gelson's back and forth. This is what yeah. we put our labs in. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yes. Timmy and Jimmy. Yes. <laughs> Love those little guys. So, those tussle his hair. He's oh, such a cutie. Thousand dollars a month. I'm right. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. It's, it's worth it. The bucket. Good bones. Good genes. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's cross-eyed. He's 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 genetically <laughs> inferior, but good genes. Um, so I love it. I love this car so much. Uh, but it makes it just makes me want mine to be done so much more. Right. And I think we. God, I hope we. Ha- I hope we have less than a year to go in that car. I please. Um, that was my head hitting it's the microphone. It's gonna be worth it, man. It will. It will. And I want to bring it to SEMA, and I want to yep. do cool shit with it. Yeah. We can road trip to SEMA next year Burnouts. in my wagon. I like it. Um, we'll just only if you have fold down seats that I can sit in the back. They, it does have the rear seats. I'm there. You're, there's no way you're fitting. <laughs> That's like, well, no, um, who the, the Why is there window. a human pretzel in the back uh, of that Mercedes? Ah, uh, yoga. <laughs> nice. I'll be good. So I just did some Pilates before yeah. we got in. All I do um, all day long. <laughs> Chris, what's what's going on with your fleet? With my fleet? Yeah, any news on the on the vet or anything? No, I just went driving it like a complete asshole on Sunday. Uh, but no, that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm actually looking to uh, swap the front wheels out so I can go to 315 with tires in the front. Jesus Christ. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to go to like a, a square like a snow plow. stand. Uh, yeah, why don't you tell, wow. tell Daniel about your adventure in the canyons? Uh, yeah, so I was, uh, up there, have you ever driven Latigo Canyon? No, I gotta, I gotta learn these canyons. Uh, th- I mean, some of the best driving roads I've ever been on anywhere. Right. Latigo is an exceptionally, uh, technical road, and it's absolutely gorgeous, because you can see the Pacific almost the whole way down. And most and, of the idiots aren't on it because it's harder. It's harder, right. and the cops aren't on it because it's, it's harder and there's nowhere for them to sit. Right. So it's like carte blanche for doing this place. Yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they just recently repaved it, which is great because the last section of it was really bumpy. But at the time, you know, they don't have lines coming down the road. It's just the little yellow markers. Yep. Yep. So I was coming down briskly, and, <laughs> and your uh, car's loud as shit. <laughs> my car sounds like a cup car. Uh, 
I love it. It's, uh, you know, I was going down the road briskly and I come around a corner and there's this little Fiat 500 punting up the side of it. It almost looked like it was in Italy or something. <laughs> you know, you get this little, <laughs> and then the woman in the, in the car, you just see the panic on her face. She's honking on the horn, flashing her lights and everything as I'm coming down because she's deathly afraid I'm about to And you to haven't run even done her. anything. I hadn't done anything. Your car's I'm just on loud. My side of the road and just loud. It's as like hell. you were Charlie Sheen in the Wraith, like coming after her. Yes. I don't want to race you. Yeah. Take my soul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with your angry vet, it is, too much testosterone in the air. I get I get yelled at in that car to go pregnant. to go slower <laughs> all the time when I'm like doing 20 miles an right. hour. Uh, yeah, because it sounds like you're doing a million miles an hour. Yeah, that's like my favorite exhaust story is still Blake's. Uh, uh, the co-host who's not here tonight, Blake, was driving um, the F-Type Jag, the V8, yep. which has one of the greatest exhaust notes. I even amazing. said in my Hellcat video, it's like. Um, Charger Hellcat or F-Type Coupe. It's almost a toss-up depending on your mood. It sounds um, good. I just like the Supercharger wine, I think, gives it the nod to the Hellcat. But Blake was driving it in, like, Malibu or, or something like that, and some lady yelled at him that he was going too fast when he was just doing, like, 10 miles an hour because the car's so loud, and then a cop pulled him over. And really? he's he's like this is a, he's this car completely stuck. He's like I yeah. haven't done anything. And the cops <laughs> like what? And he yeah. had to explain it's a press car from Jaguar. Like this is literally how it comes from the factory. I've huh. done nothing. Yeah. Um, but only Blake could get managed to pull over. He's this he's That's a short funny. Asian man yep. who is on a press trip down in San Diego, where we came close to the border. And every now and then there's some of the stations you drive through, and they just hey how's it going? You know all right go ahead. Uh, you're not in Mexico. You're just driving so close. It's just right. them keeping an eye. Everybody goes through no problem. Everybody goes through no problem. He stops, and there's a, 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 a cute little girl driving the car, and Blake's in the passenger seat, and he's the only one who got shit. And he's Asian, and he's from <laughs> Massachusetts. Perfect. And so they're like, they're like, uh, what, what are you? What's your deal? What are you doing here? He's like, I'm, I'm a journalist. And they're like, Where are you from? And he goes, They go like, uh, he says, uh, Where the fuck is he? He's L. A. Yeah. Like, no, originally he goes Boston. Like, no racism in America <laughs> right. at all. Right, right. So we're good. But it, it's like, this California Mexico border. Why are you yeah. pestering this I'm young Asian man who clearly American. he's like a hipster from L.A. Yeah, <laughs> it, he yeah he probably had his leather bag at his side and like <laughs> yeah. his his and his probably and had his, a bow tie on yeah <laughs> like just something hello something uh, ridiculous uh, I I was that was I my favorite story from that trip I love that story uh, but you know it was good times it was yeah. good times. racial profiling it's hilarious it's so funny <laughs> now it, on I get it all the time as you're traveling for your your film work uh have you had any good on-set car stuff happen i mean i, I, I know it's more um comic action, book stuff lately yeah, and action i haven't got to drive well no i haven't really got to drive anything cool yet or mm. been in a movie where there was like really cool cars i've, oh, I've been trying to like i want to get into fast and the furious somehow <laughs> you know I mean? everybody listening we're yeah. gonna send this to the producers somehow. of the fast and the furious well just, they just they said they're doing three more right. they're gonna do so you gotta be like bonds you man. they're just gonna keep going yeah. i don't care yeah. i want to get oh and bond like I mean, that's another oh, one oh yeah since i was a child i'm like i gotta get in this movie um just because it's badass and the cars are. i drove on some of the roads in scotland in an aston martin and it was amazing yeah, it was fucking it awesome. I am. That's exactly why I told you. That's exactly why I told you. I appreciate that. One of my friends was at a McLaren press event in the UK. I think it was the, or it might have been Spain. Patrick Stewart, one of your co-stars, was on vacation. Yeah. Came over to see the cars, and my friend took pictures with him and convinced him to buy one. That's awesome. So Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart has a McLaren. Is, is, is he cool like the coolest dude. guy? He's, he's, a he's, he's so nice British. Guy. He legally has to own a McLaren. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, well, I got. I have a British passport. 
I, I'm gonna, that means I got to go buy one. Nice. Yes. I wonder if they'll, they'll take IOUs. Do you think <laughs> they'll do that? Hey, yeah. guys, I just signed on for another <laughs> X-Men movie, so. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's either that or, you, or an E-Type. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was one of the greatest cars I've ever driven. Absolutely gorgeous, but I, you need a mechanic 24 hours a day. The car I drove, the guy who owned it had owned it since like 1970, and it was a 68. Um, and it's crazy story. His buddy bought it. He bought it off his buddy. His buddy went off to Vietnam and got shot down and killed. Oh, like geez. craziness. And this guy was also a pilot, like right. F four pilot. Yeah. Awesome stories. Yeah. Um, he worked on it himself, That's except cool. for like any time it needed like a paint touch up right. or so. He did engine work, suspension work, brake work, and the car was flawless. It was Rad. awesome. Um, so it's possible. Yeah. But you gotta know what you're doing. <laughs> I've got meat hands. Yeah. So do they I. They don't go well when it comes to fixing. I just cars. jam wrenches into yeah. things. Like I that's just, not how that just works. Hit it and then like wrap it in duct tape and you, hope it works. You have to have patience to fix things. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I just want I it to be done. Like I, I keep uh, everything. Every time I come on and talk about my wagons, it's not done yet. When is it going to be done? And what they're doing is very difficult. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I have. I, I do have a lot of patience for it. I just try to drum it up. Here See, so. when I'm doing that kind of work is one of the places when I don't fill up with rage right it's, you're you're peaceful this is so nice if yeah. it's not if it's Sitting not like a repair like that's like annoying on a daily driver then yes it's an enjoyable thing which sure. is like ah oh, this takes as long as it takes sure. see the I, I will say the time i changed the guibo joint on our bmw lemons race car mm-hmm. was infinitely satisfying and it's a stupid guibo joint for those listening who don't know is it, it the sounds rubber, like a fake thing it's the rubber drive shaft flex joint mm-hmm. that, that some german cars used to use it's basically like a hockey puck with eight bolts through it that connects uh, two pieces of a drive shaft. The still use them. Do they really? Yep. Guibo huh. joint. Yeah, I would Great love name. to. If I had the opportunity, when, once I finally decide to buy something, piece of real estate down here that, that's not over a million dollars. Good luck. Exactly. Uh, I would Wait, love to Wait, you're looking in California? Yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely. Cool. So, Corona, inland? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's going to be northern California. Yeah. Um, We're just, I'm, I'm getting out of the biz. I'm going to open up a pot farm. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> either you're going into <laughs> you're going into meth country or weed country right. to buy a house at that price yeah, because you can't go I'll too go far north. Weed guys. And then you're in tech country and you're fucked. Yeah, then it's even yeah, more expensive. You're really pushed right yeah. out there. But I would love to have a garage and just start to yeah. teach myself how to fix things because uh, growing up, my dad's a doctor and uh, his idea of fixing things was calling people to get it done. And our tools consisted of uh, a vice grip, duct tape. <laughs> Um, one of those multi-head screwdrivers with, like, <laughs> where you flip them one. in, and, <laughs> and a, you lost the other six that came with yeah, it. Yeah, and like a um, manual hole driller. Wow, that's all we you had. You had a manual drill. Yeah, that was, okay. That was Wait, it. Did you grow up in Vancouver proper? Just outside of Vancouver. In oh, so you were okay. So you were basically a city kid. He had Eskimo tools. Well, it, it, <laughs> sort of. I they mean, prefer Squamish Inuit. Squamish is a very. What? They prefer Inuit, not Eskimo. <laughs> no, don't go there. What is what does the seven mean in Squamish? I'm not sure. That's so, Coast Salish. Oh, okay. Yeah. No idea. Never learned. That I do like school. how your signs have three languages on them, though. Uh, when you get closer to French. Uh-huh. Um, First Nation, English. Yeah, that would be it. But there's numbers in one of the languages. Yeah, they're. I'm not too sure. I'm, and it's not, not lead speak. I don't know. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I grew up in the small town. Squamish was a different one. I grew up there. It was a logging town. It okay. was just strictly logging. Rednecks everywhere, big trucks, and that was sort of why I fell in love with trucks. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, it's a great town. It's different now. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it is. It, I, I've been fortunate enough to spend a. 
two separate trips I was up in that area uh, within a month of each other. One was vacation, one was a press trip. Uh, and the, it was funny because the first time was Vancouver, and then we did a day trip to Whistler. My wife and I were yep. up there for four or five days. And while we're up there walking around Whistler, yes, I saw a bear, which was there cool. There you go. But mm-hmm. in downtown Whistler, and everyone's like, oh, cool, it's a bear. Skateboard passed it. All yep. the Australian kids, ah, oh, good day, bear. Um, <laughs> they're, uh, they're locals. Oh, they'll, they'll tell the you Australians? They're, they're not from Australia. Right. Yeah. yeah. So many Australians oh, there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but we're walking by. We see a really nice hotel. I'm like, oh, man, hopefully I can stay there someday. And then I got like a week later an invite to a press trip at that hotel. Oh, really? So like, Do you remember which one it was? It was the Chateau the, Whistler, was it? I think it was the Four Seasons yeah, that's up there. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm a see, Chateau Whistler guy. Yeah. At some point I want to make a trip up there, take my downhill bike with me. But to be honest, those tra- those trails scare the no, hell no, out no, of no, me. No, 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 you're fine. Yeah? Oh, you're fine. If yeah. you, The great thing about it is that the mountain's built like any ski hill when it comes to the bike path. So you've got Green. from beginner all the yeah. way up to double black diamond. Yeah. So there's a run for everyone. I went up there and I hadn't ridden in, in years. And I had a buddy who was, who was uh, an avid mountain biker. And I rented. And, and I got out of mountain biking when front suspension was first coming in and yeah. suspension wasn't even there and then he's like oh, yeah, I rent this bike and it was a Norco A-line and I couldn't believe how stuff good is I thought I was crazy it's just soaking it all up oh it's crazy well, you're until talking I, bikes have 8-9 inches of rear travel on they're them they're unbelievable Jesus. until I broke my ass on a, on a jump because I got cocky but <laughs> that's the one thing is it doesn't matter how much travel you got you can still fuck up oh, yeah. on a jump yeah I went this summer with my, my old man and my younger brother and we went mountain biking in some squ- in some trails in Squamish and it was unbelievable my I was trying to break my dad's bike I don't know why uh, I just thought it would fuck be funny bike, fuck well, your it, bike it's like gorgeous specialized oh. like yeah Fully done, but he's laughing. He's like, "Yeah, go for he's it." He's like, "Go ahead. It's it's under warranty." So I was just <laughs> literally just yeah. I could hear the suspension just hitting the limits. <laughs> are you are out. you a lot heavier than your dad? Yeah, I I think I weigh him by sixty pounds. Oh awesome. yeah, that'll fuck with your suspension. Yeah, so he's I think he, he probably had to go get it fixed when uh, when I left. But we had a blast. There's <laughs> That's some, awesome. There's some un. Squamish and Whistler have some unbelievable mountain biking. It's it's crazy now too because I mean it's mountain bikers have got to the point now where they're basically dirt bikes totally. minus 150 pounds. Yeah. That's awesome. It's the brakes on them are insane and there's so much travel, but it's still without that motor you can't power out of shit, so you can still get yourself in trouble. Oh yeah, no, it's great going downhill and then. My old man's just like, well, now we're going up, boys. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. And he's just like a jackrabbit. He's oh, up yeah. this hill. And my younger brother and I are just swearing and cussing Fuck and you. sweating. Beer and time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's, and the second time I went to Whistler, I saw a bear again. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, two bears. Uh, but but the city of Vancouver proper was amazing. We stayed like two blocks from the water yep. every morning at breakfast just watching the seaplanes take off. Vancouver. And I'm a big beer craft beer guy. Um, yeah, we got some good craft beers. Oh, there was some great beer there. Yeah. Uh, our friend Brendan McAleer, Canadian automotive journalist, who you met too. I did. I actually almost tried to buy a car off. Right. That was crazy. That it was, was like an S4 Avant or something. Yeah, it was S4 Avant, and they wanted way too much money for it. Yeah. The deal didn't go through. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. Cool I car, though. I think you can get it for like 20 now, maybe less, if for a good shape. Yeah, five you can get without a ton of kilometers. And, or and, mods or yeah. crap. You want um, six-speed, but they're hard to find. Sure, sure. Uh, Daniel, I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you. Uh, I want to give you a moment to just say sh- like where everybody can find you on Twitter and all that shit. Just shout out oh, whatever you need to plug. Uh, it's you know. pretty simple. At Daniel Codmore on Twitter. It, that's about it. You didn't have to fight anybody for that one? <laughs> no, actually. I just signed up and got it right away. I don't know how. I'm going to do Daniel Cudmore 1. Yeah. <laughs> and I just saw the announcement for uh, the next X-Men movie. Not. I don't know, think I'm going to be in it, unfortunately. Just Fuck that the, movie. Yeah, I know. It's going to be the worst movie ever. Don't see it. No. Uh, time, Fastbender's time a line, bitch. I, <laughs> no, just no. kidding. He's a great actor. He's a great he actor. He just scored the Steve Jobs role. 
He did, did he? didn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's a big one. I don't That's know if he good. can fill Ashton Kutcher's shoes. <laughs> Fighting words. <laughs> um, yeah, no, not on that one. It's going to be yep. uh, It's going to be based in the 80s, so my oh, character's not uh, even involved. kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Um, it's where uh, First Class left off. It's where okay. it's picking up, I believe. Okay. But you just, Didn't you rap on two films recently, though? Oh, I did a movie called Lockdown. Which is a WWE movie, uh, action cop movie, which was a blast, shot up in Vancouver. That's so, cool. Uh, I'm guessing there were some other people from the WWE world that were involved in that whole yeah. thing. Oh, um, what is his... I can't even remember right now. It's, I'm drawing a blank. What his uh, stage name is. It'd be awesome if it was Goldberg, because he was no. on the Challenger Hellcat launch. What was it? It was... Oh, God, I forgot. It's terrible. I should know. Was it that guy, uh, CM Punk? He's making the rounds and stuff now. No. Mm. no. It'll come to me afterwards. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. That's how it works. <laughs> I, that's, that's like the only like wrestler. They're in the rock. They're the only two guys I know at this point anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know all the, the 80s wrestlers. That's when I was, you know. Dean Ambrose. A... Okay. Dean Ambrose. That's That'll mean something to somebody listening. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great guy. Super fun to work with. But <laughs> awesome. I couldn't remember his name for life. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Chris, plug your shit. Uh, if you want a podcast, go hit up Shout Engine. We'll get you up and running in less than five minutes. Uh, so yeah, get your podcast, get it, uh, get the numbers on it, and uh, make some money. Maybe if you're good, mm. uh, ShoutEngine.com, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at PaysData. Money? No, that's oh. for other people. We don't make <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. But actually, I do have to plug Dollar Shave Club real quick. Yeah, DollarShaveClub.com/slash/universe. Get your face in. So uh, you you need DollarShaveClub.com slash universe with your beard. Don't you dare. <laughs> um, if you don't want to no look like Daniel. Daniel Cut, Cudmore and have a great smooth skin. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think I've said this before on the podcast. I was about to grow a beard this year, yeah. starting on my birthday in August. My, I'm like, you know what? I'm growing a beard through the winter, right. and then I got a sponsorship deal with Dollar Shave Club. So I can't do that. Um, it's all so, right. I picked up the slack. The thing is, yeah, though, you did. Good. You did. But the thing is, I did use the – I've been using their product for two years before they reached out to us. So this is a product I believe in. Affordable razors delivered to your door. Good stuff, dollarshaveclub.com slash universe. As I I said, even if you don't shave your back, shave your crack, shave your balls, (laughs) dollarshaveclub.com. I'm sure they love that one. Um, That's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Also, if you want to find me on Twitter, go to at jglucker or also follow at the universe. Also, follow my beer show. Go to at beersnobtv because fuck it, I can plug that too because it's my own shit. So at beersnobtv. When's that going to start airing? Well, the first episode is out. Oh, it is up. Um, but now we're shooting more so we can compile a season to try to pitch a season because people don't want to just buy one episode. They want to buy a season. So we have to shoot more. We shot two more. They're being edited. And the plan is to have six to eight as a package to then go, hey, Food Network, hey, Esquire, you know, whoever, just mm. buy this so I you can know, be on TV. It would be great if there was like a social network of some point where we could get the fans of the show to to yell at like Food Network and stuff like that to pick up Beer Snob. So go to at Beer Snob TV <laughs> and go to thebeersnobtv.com is the website I believe um, and you'll find that stuff. Also go to our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel continues to grow. We're about to hit an, an, another nice round number of YouTube slash The Hooniverse and then go to the website but also go to iTunes for this podcast and rate and review us so we can continue to climb the podcast ranks and take down all those bitches ahead of us. Uh, we are climbing the rank. Every time a new episode comes out, we're top five. Yep. Easily. It's, uh, took so, a while to get there, but we're there with Hooniverse now, too. So, yeah. Uh, so cool. do that. Uh, and that's episode 84. Again, Daniel, thank you for being here. Chris. Thank you very much. As always, thank you for being Cheers. here. Yep. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. And, oh, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving. Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> Thank you.